Real talk, real soul. Welcome to Soul Speak, your HQ for ideas and conversation, the podcast show that tackles today's toughest topics. Now, here are your hosts, the Delivery Crew. Welcome to Soul Speak. All right, we just had a conversation about how Bailey has been closing and opening and opening and closing. And how does that make you feel? The how industry, you- we call it a COC. Yes. <laughs> Should have caught. But <laughs> how, how do you get through that, man? Like, what, what, what's your energy to wake up or like, what, what do you use to get up in the morning when you have to open? Like, obviously, I wake up, take a shower, go to work. Yeah. Do you not have a summer routine in the, in the middle there? No. Nope. No? You don't start blasting music? Because I know when I get up sometimes. No, this is just one generic opening and I'm just going to throw gears into it. No. Bailey said fuck your <laughs> intro, Ty. Yeah, it's awesome. you, Bailey. <laughs> what, uh, We're going off the game plan. <laughs> I mean, I think what he's asking here is do you have a song that you wake up to? I know I do. I mean, everyone has a song that they wake up to. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's the one from Groundhog Day. I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> one of my favorites is still like I'll just turn on a day to remember, and like and Mr. Highwayman's thinking about you. He'll just be like, literally, the guitar or sorry, it just like just drops, and it's just wake up. It's like the opening lyrics. Nice. <laughs> uh, mine is shoot to thrill. Really gets the blood pumping early in the morning. Yeah. Big ACDC guy. Uh, Iron Man two came out, and my balls dropped. I like it. I like it. All right, Tyler, what about you? Man, honestly, mine changes up every now and again, but right now it definitely is my shit with it by uh, A Boogie. I like <laughs> it, man. It's, it's a bop. Good it's choice. Really, good, hey, man, get you a little flow in the morning, get a little dance in while you brush your teeth or something. You're like, damn, who's that bad motherfucker in the window? <laughs> Not the window, the mirror. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. A Boogie, A Boogie. I ain't staring at windows. I got blinds. Don't, he, don't construe that. He got a harmonic rapper voice, you know. Sometimes it just it, it wake you up. You feel it, and then he talk about like, never mind. I'm not gonna go there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I, I would say mine changes too, depending on what I've been listening to recently, uh, and depending on how I wake up as well. Like if 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 I wake up and I got enough sleep. I can listen to some nice stuff I like to enjoy all the time, like some classical, uh, classical, classic rock, or um, any anything I have in my playlist. Like I'll just go in and shuffle it because I don't like to pick. You know, at this point, you just I've listened to. Word, it. you're like I know I like it. I'm a yeah. big I'm a big radio guy, partially because you know it plays a lot of stuff that, and when I say radio, I don't mean radio radio. I mean Spotify radio, partially because you know it plays. Um, a lot of what you're used to, but it also occasionally will throw in something new, mm-hmm. and you, you get to you get to experience new stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love Spotify, like because they have the they make Discover uh, um, rate playlists for you, where they'll play bands based off what you listen to, and that's how I find a lot of shit really. Um, but I know it's been jacked up and wonky now because the way I listen to music it changes. I can go from listening on the rap just to pure rap for weeks and then bailey comes in and all all i listen to is some heavy metal some slipknot um oh shit i shouldn't be forgetting any of the others uh you show me a day to remember and and um, and you should listen to power wolf yeah (laughs) you would like power wolf 
All right, gotta give that one a listen. Gotta give that one a listen. So my Discover Weekly, it, it can it can show me like an underground rap song all the way to some heavy metal screamo, and it's just my ears can like, it, it's hard to adjust. Oh yeah, let me guess. You get a nice bop going, and the next thing you know, the bass drops, and it's going into just metal. It's a metal rap song. <laughs> Oh, metal rap. Hey, man, those I exist. Mean, hey, they exist. Like Scarlord? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's his name. Hang on. I don't want to get this wrong. I mean, you probably saved the Yeah, it's Scarlord. Hell, you got Corey Taylor as well. Like, He's he, metal rap, yeah. technically. I mean, uh, if you listen to Spit It Out. I mean, yes, I have. <laughs> but just because he has a good... Like, uh, the, the he screams during it. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, I can see your point there. He said, okay. <laughs> sure. Since, since he's screaming, <laughs> that a rap song. That's us. I mean, uh, there's also some really early, like, Slipknot EPs out there with their original song, if I'm not mistaken. Their original song. Their original band before Corey Taylor was in it. And they were also kind of like a... <laughs> I don't really want to say rap rock, but... So who was the singer before Corey Taylor? I don't even remember his name. But I do know Corey Taylor is quoted, like, being at, like, one of the shows. And he literally looked up at the band and was like, I'm going to be the lead singer of that fucking band. You know what he did? He became the lead singer of that fucking band. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty metal. (laughs) He fits it perfectly. He fits the role. Um, But even then, sometimes you just got to walk in... Pull your dick out and plop it down on the table. Fucking works. This is what I bring to the. Is table. that how you got your first job as a sound engineer? Yes. Yes, I. Um, uh, off girth alone. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into the office. I was walking down the street in Nashville. I pulled open the door. I said to the secretary, "I want to see the boss," and she said, "He has an appointment right now." And I said, "I don't give a shit. I want to see the boss." <laughs> and she says, "All right, right this way." <laughs> Yeah, bag on the back with the soundboard and yeah. <laughs> walk I took the 13 office. gas station dick pills. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my um, my first job is actually it's a family job. So I have my parents uh, work in the industry, and so my first gig was gotten to me by them, and then I moved up on my own. I'm not. I don't advocate nepotism. Because, you know, nobody advocates nepotism. But mm-hmm. if you can get your foot in the door somehow, definitely, definitely do that. I think most people have a common understanding now that, like, a foot in the door, it's, it's better than not having a foot in the door, you know? Exactly. I mean, you use what you can. Yeah. Like, if you if you Yeah, absolutely. It's all about the hand you shake. Go for it. Yes, sir. Yeah. But, um... So did you always want to do that, or were you forced them to do that because it was family? Or uh, I, no, I I mean at the time that I started, I didn't really want to know what I wanted to do. Um, my first gig was uh, arena football. Um, Hell yeah! So we drove down to Tampa, uh, got out Amelie Arena, and there's this horse trailer sitting there. And inside the horse trailer is an entire production truck. And so we drug out all the cables that we had. And fortunately, Amelie is fairly well cabled and we didn't have to drag out a ton. Um, and so we got everything set up on the first day, came back the second day on game day. Um, and they're like, all right, you got to learn how to jump the wall. So um, anyone who's not familiar with arena football, they play in a hockey rink. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. We, so you they take down the, the glass, but the white part of the wall is still there. Um, you have to be able to jump as a as I was a cable wrangler that day. So I was behind a camera operator and both me and my camera operator had to jump over the wall to get out of the way of the play because <laughs> it's a 25 yard field. And if there's an, a pick or a kick return or something where, you know, the field flips and changes directions, you got to get out of the way before the players come down and, and freaking trample you. We've had people break legs. We've had people get concussions. I mean, all sorts of crappy shit. Because there's no sideline. You have like... Yeah, there's no sideline. The, the sideline is literally a wall. Yeah, really. Um, like, arena football is something wild. Like, there's some crazy stuff that can happen. Hey, man, we had a coach that played arena football. Yeah, we did. He had some great stories about it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I miss it. Um, Tampa Bay, Storm, and the Philadelphia Soul. That was my first game. I think it was like 2015. It was a cute-ass cheerleader. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we made eye contact nice. and had a little conversation, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just, it's whatever. So you just uh, engineered the sound for the broadcast. It had nothing to do really with music. No, no, no. Engineering the sound is what I do now. So, um, yeah, I've been in the industry five years, and in that time, I've gotten uh, basically two major promotions. The first was to audio assistant. Um, so instead of just running cables, I got to run microphones and troubleshoot things that were broken, um, to a limited capacity. And then I started working in music, uh, as well as sports. And that's where I really got into actual engineering and doing, uh, you know, soundboard operation and making sure that everything sounds good when you, when the singer sings or the drummer drums, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you have no idea how many mics go into a simple five seat five piece set um because you've got one on you know one on your bassist amp one on your guitar amp that's two your lead singer three um drums are at least six microphones if not more (laughs) for each like session oh yeah because you have to you have to mic your hi-hats your crash your ride Mm -hmm. your toms both of them snare and kick um and then you'll normally do two overheads which are just a condenser mic that shoots down and kind of gets everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, let's see, guitar, bass, lead singer, drums. So that's four piece. And then if they have a rhythm guitar, that's another amp. Mm-hmm. Um, and we take that all back and we put it into our system. Oh, or uh, sometimes instead of a rhythm guitar, bands will have a keyboardist. And that is even worse because you know it's it's not a natural sound; it's an electric sound, and so therefore the levels are always completely different from everything else. It's actually kind of like tonight what we're doing. Um, if you couldn't hear the difference, listener, uh, one of us is coming in by a satellite. Um, oh yes, guess and, who it is? Tulak. <laughs> and it's your boy. Yes, sir. So we're in a we're he's in a similar situation because he's coming straight out of a computer um, that. You know, you kind of sound, the settings are more akin to a keyboard than to one of the standard dynamic mics that we're using here in in the room for the uh, the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to our last post uh, that was made on our social media page. Uh, the icy roads kept us from being able to get together. However, it's chilly. Yeah, it is freaking chilly, man. It's like, what, negative 15 out there right now? No. No, maybe <laughs> 15. I don't think it's negative Yeah, no, 15. I think like the low was like 12. 
Oh, okay. I thought I saw someone. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's what someone has sent me for Nebraska. Sorry. Oh, okay. I never e- either way, like, I'm out busting my ass on your front porch either way. Like, yeah, I mean, that thing's slick to begin with, with the painted steps and everything, and then you add the ice. It's just, no. Mm-hmm. And then that black ice forms on the road. We have bridges literally right outside the house. Those are the most dangerous because, like, the as- asphalt can kind of, like, help with not forming black ice, but bridges, the way they're made, it, it forms black ice a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, but, okay, back to um, your sound engineering. So did you, you grow up always loving music? Like, was it always something that you had a passion for? Um, I wouldn't say I had a passion for it. I mean, you know, most of the music that I listened to growing up was in the car and on the radio, because uh, I, I didn't have an iPod until I turned like 12. Um, and when I got one, I still didn't use it a ton just because it was something else I had to carry in my pocket. So I just used it around the house. Wow. Um, yeah, I didn't really fully embrace it until, until I got to high school. Uh, then music was a big part of my, a big part of my life. But I just grew up listening to what my mom listened to, which was a lot of like early 2000s country music. Um, (laughs) And then I, I got to I got to high school, branched out a little bit, you know, got my first iPhone where I could download songs and listen to them, and um, got into you know classic rock, uh, rap when I was angry or sad or something like that. You know, it all depends on mood. Yeah, rap is pretty passionate. That that is for sure. Yeah, and um, you know, I mean, all music, rock. all music is passionate. But I I kind of had like somewhat of a similar experience however um whenever i received my first smartphone going into the seventh grade and on that thing i had downloaded something i do not promote and that is apps that i could download music for free because at that time it they did they didn't have the streaming services like spotify like they had pandora and it's radio. Like iHeartRadio. Yeah, but I wanted to actually download my songs and listen to them offline. And True. Yes. So it's I... St- net neutrality time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something so. we do not promote. However, so I, w- I would download my music and uh, listen to it. I'd had a wider... Uh, r- sort of a ri- uh, wide range. I would go to classical, uh, classic rock from what my dad had showed me, anything from like Bon Jovi, um, the Eagles, um, ACDC. He loves Pink Floyd, so, you know, I love Pink Floyd. I mean, they're a great band. What's not to love about Pink Floyd? But, um, and, then I, and then I had rap. And the way, the way mine, like, worked out was I had a good balance. It leaned more to classic rock, and then I started listening to rap. And then I kind of swang on the pendulum all the way to rap. Completely cut out classic rock. And man, that's when I noticed music was a mood change. (laughs) True. And then at that point, I was like, okay, something needs to change. And I completely cut out rap altogether. This was probably about like, I'd say eighth grade, going into ninth grade point. And I was just listening to the classic rock. Um, I probably, well, I'd probably say seventh grade going to eighth grade. And then um, listened to classic rock for just a couple months, and I, and then my mood was like, damn, you know, I know all these songs back like front to back. I've been listening to them for at what at this point like 13, 14 years of my life, 
And uh, so I was like, all right, I need, I need to go back to rap. Get, get, some, get some more pump going. And then I swing all the way back from the pendulum back to rap. And then I was like, okay, this is not what I wanted. So I think now I have a great balance. One, thanks to Bailey, because he, you know, keep those in, those in, you know, heavy metal, which I never would have listened to before that. Man, I started getting into metal. I think it developed from, like, my grunge days. <laughs> Bill and Bell. then I was like, more screaming, yeah. more <laughs> anger. I've always liked grunge, like Nirvana. Like, I've loved them since the first time I heard them. And, you know, they were Man. around since I was before I was born. It's like when you're taking a shower and your body gets used to the warm water, so you cut it up a little bit more. Yeah, you know. You just did that until you're like boiling your skin off. Signs of maturity. <laughs> I don't know. I still like it when it goes through my hair, though. Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, Tyler, how did music impact you in your life, man? Oh man, there was actually a point in time. This will make you laugh. I got grounded from rap music. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I've been there. My parents told me that it was making me hateful when really I was just depressed. But, you know, in a weird backwards kind of way, it actually like opened up my, my catalog a little more. But then it just ended me back in metal. And then I was like, now I'm angry and depressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but man, there's something beautiful about my my biggest thing about music is I really enjoy music where you can feel the emotion coming off of a song you know like even if i cut my ears off and didn't even listen to the lyrics if it was just like charlie brown teachers if i can feel something coming from the song you made a pretty damn good song yeah that's for sure i mean that's kind of a concert feeling where you're standing in the front row and you can feel your your chest shake oh, I that feel that those the subs just going at it oh mm -hmm. my organs are tingling <laughs> How would it feel being like a roadie for a concert? Like, would, would, you, would you feel, are you in like a safe distance where it's just you and your enclosed headset and you can handle it all? I mean, if you're a roadie, you're just a, you're just a glorified stagehand who travels with the band, uh, generally. Um, well, I mean, I mean they have, engineered for the... Yeah, I never sound engineered for a touring band. I was only ever a house guy. Oh, okay. uh, I did go out on tour with uh, one band as a roadie. Um, you know, I worked the merch table, security, that kind of shit. Um, best night of my life. Uh, the lineup that day was a Trump rally followed by midget wrestling, followed by our opening act, followed by us. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Trump rally, pudding wrestling, midget wrestling, then our opening act, then us. Um, Our hometown had midget wrestling, and that stuff's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just good content. I've, ever, I've, yeah. never, I've always heard of it, never seen it. Just, it's a blast. Yeah, I, I, I never went to this. I never country. understood the concept. I was like, going to watch. Not, there is no concept. It's like WWE, but it's all little people. <laughs> Did you ever have Mad Dog come visit at your school? Who? No. Man, man, we had like a wrestling poster that was posted around our elementary. Uh, this was back when I was in elementary. It was like to watch some local wrestling class. And one of the wrestling names was Mad Dog. And then at that point, that was when I learned like, the, um, I think they call it pseudonyms when you flip the word backwards. And it makes the word. No, no, no. No, no what is that? That's, that's a palindrome. Yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. a Ooh, yeah, nice, nice key term. Yeah. yeah. And cat spelled backwards. Yeah, time. Mad Dog backwards is GD, the GD word. And that's when I learned that back in like, <laughs> what, first grade? 
No, they used to. I can't believe they used to like advertise wrestling to elementary kids though. It was always Taekwondo where I was from. It was always every every like or like I guess not semester. I guess every two nine weeks. What was that? Uh, that's whatever, a semester. A half. I'm so gone from it. Well, yeah, they broke it up into four nine weeks. Yeah, that's how we Whack. were too. Yeah, yeah. Whack. But they would bring the Taekwondo instructor and he'd like break a piece of wood and then he'd pick a kid from the crowd to come break a perforated piece of wood and be like, join Taekwondo. Hey, yeah. It's like, cool. <laughs> yeah. we always, they were like, stand up if you're already in Taekwondo. And we'd have like two people stand up and everyone was like, Wow, you're like a ninja. <laughs> We're like first through fourth graders. We don't know what the hell's going on. Good. Then you're like, oh, cool. <laughs> but no, did y'all ever have the yo-yo guy? What's the yo-yo? yo-yo guy? <laughs> yeah, there was like, yeah, I thought Taekwondo no. like that was bad. No, no. <laughs> no, there was this motherfucker. Who sailed yo-yos and would do no, the yo-yo he, No, he would do all these fucking tricks with his yo-yo. I'm not going to lie. They were, they were really cool. Like from a like I'm an elementary school kind of thing like true yo-yos were as cool as skateboards <laughs> yeah like it but like these things like they clicked they like he fucking had them RGB and shit like that like they they were really fucking cool yo-yos and like at the end of it's like all of you could learn how to do all of this just buy like this yo-yo and you get this free book and it's like cool. So they passed out uniform, or uniform, like fucking order forms uniform. for them. Y'all had a yo-yo <laughs> off. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no, anyways, they passed out like order forms. Just a bunch forms. of kids that can't And this is where it got you. Like, the, the, the simplest yo-yo on this damn thing. Like, by the way, this was labeled as like professional grade yo-yos, whatever the hell that means. But like, it's like, literally the cheapest yo-yo on this list was $10. I could go to the fucking dollar store and buy like a three pack. <laughs> now the professional ones, they're weighted and they have like extra spinners in them. So it looks cooler when you're doing tricks because it spins backwards as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're weighted so you can do some of like the walk the line stuff. My nephew got big into yo-yoing. And it was funny. At one point, his career choice was uh, he wanted to be a yo-yo YouTuber, which <laughs> honestly, if you could claim the title, if your name, like your user on YouTube was yo-yo YouTuber, I might give it a watch. I mean, I'm kind of right catchy. Like, I'd be interested to see like where you yo-yoed or anything like that. I mean, yeah. I still watch guys play Guitar Hero for God's sakes. I'll watch a guy. <laughs> I mean, hey, the fact that they can do Guitar Hero, <laughs> Guitar Hero Three through the fire and the flames on Esper, blindfolded backwards. That was insane. <laughs> I, I saw that the other day. It's unreal, man. That, and he hardly, I mean, he missed a couple, which like obviously, but the fact, he probably finished that song with like 80%. Oh, I, I thought he 100% or like 90. But um, no, Bailey makes the argument is not the hardest song in Guitar Hero 3 and or in any Guitar Hero or rock band ever. And I just, I don't know. I, I think it's it a toughie. Is. It's remember, you got, dog, you have to guitar battle the devil. I mean, that's, yeah, a, that's, yeah, how hard that, that's what I told him. I was like, it technically. In my personal opinion, like I found, uh, like the devil went down to Georgia. Like that guitar battle was harder than through the fire and flames. Like, yeah, wasn't it, that the one with the gas station guy? He had like a trucker cap on. It was uh, no. Oh. Uh, 
I don't remember that guy. Man, he was one of the first ones you had to battle in the whole Unless you're talking about, like, it was uh, Rage's... Uh, I think it was Rage's guitarist. Uh, crap, I forget what his name is. Uh, or Rage Against Machines guitarist. I, I feel really, really bad. I don't know that I'm going to have to look that up. But no, you played Bulls on the Parade. Uh, oh, man. Denzel Curry did a cover of Bulls on Parade. That was phenomenal. How do we feel about covers? I think if they're done well and you have the original artist's permission that... Tom Morello. <laughs> Um, I can't forget that. My my the one that comes to mind when I'm thinking of a really good cover is Shinedown's version of uh, Shinedown's version of Simple Man by Leonard Skinner, um, and especially I saw them perform it acoustic, and that's even better than than the album version. Um, and honestly, when I when I go and I sing Simple Man, if I were to ever do karaoke or something like that. I would sing the Shinedown version. I mean, over, I, over the Skinner version. As bad as I hate to say it, I kind of agree with you as well. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Skinner's version. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, it's I, I respect it. It's a classic. Like, but I do like Shinedown's version better. But I like it for more of the rock aspect. Like, I just like the voice that he puts out for it. Like, yeah. it's just it. It fits it better, in my opinion. I don't know. That one's a it's, tough It's kind of like, well, I was going to say, it's kind of like with Nine Inch Nails and Johnny Cash with Hurt. It's like... It's supposed to be it's completely a, different a great cover. But yeah, that yeah. is. I mean, the the audience is completely different. And, I mean, and yeah, the, the audience... And behind the song is completely different. I mean, that's fair, but it's like... I... I as much I as I enjoy Nine Inch Nails, I do like the Johnny Cash like cover better. Yes. Yeah. Obviously. Or you also have Rusty Cage with Johnny Cash and Soundgarden. True. I didn't, and I heard Soundgarden in a minute. Like Soundgarden, Soundgarden got their own like app for a little while. That was really good. Really? Like I, I'm. Yeah. I'm it was. It was honestly. It was probably just one of those like independent creator apps because it was a weird one. There was a, you really didn't do much. It was. A game, you can't see me, but I'm doing the air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of just went through trippy stuff. <laughs> and it had that music playing in the background of it. It was interesting. Oh, man. That, that reminds me of talking about seeing, like, trippy stuff. Um, I remember growing up, we would have, like, you know, Windows SP computers at my mom's house. And my sister at the time was uh, my older sister, uh, about... I think she's eight years older than me, um, possibly more than that. Uh, she knew how to work the computers, obviously, better than I did. And she had dispensed me to a lot of the music at the time. But, man, that Windows SP, like, media player with all the, like, crazy Oh, yeah, the, with like, the visualization yeah, and all that, that. Yeah, I spent I, a lot of time there, too. Oh, yeah, I love that, man. I, I My first memory? Listen to it. My first memory of that, it was my older brother, who is 12 years older than me. <laughs> he was playing Crazy Frog, and uh, it was just going wild. Because I specifically remember the... Uh, yes. <laughs> I, that is burned into my brain because of that. I, I love that song so much. I, I know that one by heart, and I'll never forget it. <laughs> I know that one for a fact. 
one of my distinct memories with it was uh, that's when I first heard uh, Superman by Eminem was on that player. And then that was also when I figured out that Superman was white because <laughs> I did not know he was white at the time. You know, young, uh, you know, didn't really have shelter pretty much in the sense that I wasn't taught anything. Came from like a family at the time where they were all focused on other things. Uh, that's a conversation for another day. But um, no, nah, um, I, I said I made a comment about his uh, about how my sister asked me the question actually. Now that I think about it, and then I said, "Yeah, I don't think he is white." And well, she was like, "Well, he is," and I, I was like, "No way!" And then she Google searched it and then showed me, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then that's when I watched Eight Mile for the first time. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the best rap movie out there right now and arguably ever. Oh, it's inspiration. I still watch it. Yeah, I, it I, really, I really didn't understand what was going on. What? That, no. What? It's oh. literally, uh, like, it's not a direct parallel story to him, but it's a story about B-Rabbit. Heavily drawn from. Yeah, yeah. It's a story about B-Rabbit and how he comes up and has builds his confidence to take on the big local town rapper and how he just fucks says fuck everybody mm. dog can we talk about how old buddy fucked his girl like a week before they even had the rap battle that's tough that one gets me to this day man that yeah, dog that 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 movie like definitely made me trust women less <laughs> like when he walked in the pain on his face seeing her get railed at the studio oh, that's tough yeah, that hurt yeah. any man really felt that one deep in his soul but uh but no you gotta you gotta make that stiff upper lip and you can't show emotion <laughs> you just you're a man you build up that anger and then later on after the movie's over you go in your room you listen to that heavy metal and you just vent Oksana oh my god <laughs> <laughs> alright well <laughs> um like right now my uh play uh light songs they can go from anywhere from literally i got the black keys which is i've been listening to them heavy recently black keys is amazing. old on the ceiling is one of my favorite songs ever by the black keys yes yeah it's a good song i have to listen to that one uh right now i've been listening heavily to fever and next girl and there's a couple others that i didn't like that i was listening to that should be in here do you have songs you associate with exes, or is that just me? Um, I don't really like associate songs with exes. If that's the case, like, I've, I I have found myself where I've listened to the same like breakup song multiple with multiple. Yeah. Or, Beer bongs or, and Bentleys I mean, was one of my most memorable breakup albums. Yeah, I won't even I won't even say exes. I'll just say people. Like, there are definitely songs I associate with certain people. I mean, and, like, I, I'll yeah. give you that. I mean, it's like I said, like, anytime, like, this goes back to, like, a day to remember, like, I didn't know who the fuck a day to remember was until high school. And even then, like, it was one of my best friends, like, literally was, like, here and let me listen to all, or, no, it wasn't all I wanted. It was actually, uh, all I want is the first song whenever I could actually say, this is by them, sorry. Mm -hmm. But this song was the first song ever shown to me by them. And it was actually, uh, you should have killed me when you had the chance. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like that, that was amazing. 
But yeah. even then, like, I will always associate, like, any day to remember or really just that song specifically. Like, I can do, I just associate that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, another one is another day to remember song, which we were literally, we sang the entire Common Courtesy album. I'm not mistaken, like one and a half times, like we didn't change it except for like once. And that was when we changed it to Panama. And we played that, we just put Panama on repeat for like a straight hour. That became the best inside joke ever. Just going to Chattanooga. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, that you can definitely My, yeah. put music to people. For me, for me, it was um, the song Gold by Kiara. That that girl out of Illinois who actually has some decent stuff, um, but I was you know I was on vacation. It was lobster season, so we went down to the Keys. Uh, it was me, my girlfriend, her sister, and her boyfriend. Uh, if you can keep track of all those, uh, and so we're riding back and. Uh, my girlfriend and I had been drinking. Her sister and boyfriend hadn't. And um, so I was letting the sister drive my car and I was getting lucky in the backseat. <laughs> and that song is, is what I associate with that trip and that woman until probably forever. So, yeah. I mean, it's also like how in high school you have the uh, hour thong oh, God. crap. The, yeah, the Taylor Swift bullshit. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that whole bullshit. But it's like, I wouldn't, I'd be lying if I didn't say that, like, it was one of those things where, like, yeah, I had that in high school with the girls that I was with. Like, I didn't, like, it was, she wanted it, and I was just, like, it kind of been that whole state of mind of, well, you know, sometimes you got to give, sometimes you got to take. And I was in one of those ones where it's like, well, I don't want to be in the fucking doghouse for saying fucking no. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's like, yeah. sure, like, why not? And, like, it's kind of the same with Facebook official. Because like, I, that's bullshit, too. And I don't care what anyone says. Because but. it's stupid, Bailey. Yeah. And you should have standards and stand up for them. I know, but there, this was a dark point in time in high school, and like my standards were like high, and now they're fucking just low. And then she walked in, and uh, yeah, it was yeah. one of those moments. I got you. Hey Bailey. now, Bailey, it sounds like me and you had similar high school experiences. <laughs> I, I think we should probably sit down and talk about that at some point. <laughs> but anyways, well, uh, but no, like our song getting back to point, like. <sighs> It, I really enjoy Papa Roach, but like we made our song one of like one of my favorite songs by Papa Roach. That's sadly, and like I can't even listen to that song without just getting like, and it's not even like reminiscing or like blah blah. blah. No, it's I get pure fucking rage from it. Like I <laughs> hate that song. Like I loathe the very existence of that song. I love Papa Roach and I used to love that song, but like th- it's that memory is so much more powerful Which than song? that fucking song. Of, uh, mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna use it again. He might. No, I, he's told me before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you assume I would play it then? Um, mostly because like uh, I like most people, I fucking shove shit to the back of my brain, and I usually don't unlock that filing cabinet. Oh, okay. So, so you would have to think about it for yeah. Uh, it's, okay, don't worry. It's about a, it. it's 
No, it's no matter what. I just got the fucking lyrics in my head. But yeah, it's gotcha. the song no matter what. It, it's a sappy song. But like, honestly, it's more... I think it's honestly more about a brotherhood and yeah. more like friendship. But like, if you put it in a different scope, it's more of a love song, I guess. It's yeah. But like, if you watch the music video, it's all of them doing stuff. So it's like it's more of a, like I said, friends uh, situation. But it's a pretty good song. Careful, Bailey. I can see you turning green. Your muscles are growing. <laughs> that rage is my uh, my song would definitely be How to Hate with uh, T Pain and Lil Wayne. I listen to that. How to hate a bitch. Okay, we don't want to copyrighted. But um, <laughs> no, nah, that that song I've listened to that multiple years <laughs> with a like couple different uh, situations. But man, yeah, that that one's got me through a couple yeah. things. I remember first time like. I had used a song, was in seventh grade. I'd asked a girl to a dance, and we she had said yes. And so we were supposed to go to the dance together. I get there, and like I bring one of the, um, the corsets is the like, the flower bracelet, isn't uh, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and the do corsage or whatever. Or a corsage. 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 Yeah, no, corsets would push tits yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corsage. And, um, I don't know a thing or two about fashion. <laughs> Corsage. And she she uh, got there, and she didn't want to dance with me. She didn't want to do anything. And she denied my corsage. So at that's, this point, I'm like, oh, okay. What, what, I don't even know like what the fuck I'm doing here at this point. I got to go and get a fucking snow cone. And just, like, I loosen my tie. And, um, like, a couple... 20, 30 minutes later, um, I, well, at this point, before 20, 30 minutes, she's dancing with another guy. 20, 30 minutes later, she starts dancing with that guy, comes over, asks me to dance with her. And so we start dancing a little bit. Like the simp you are. Yeah, yeah. And then she stops dancing with me, like just cut out the dance and goes back with the other fucking dude. So at this point, I just fucking leave. I got call my dad, tell him to come pick me up, go the fuck home, and then like I just start blaring this song in my, like in my headset for a good like four to five hours. <laughs> Dude, I don't even want to think about like fucking homecoming. I got stood up at one. I got made fun of the shit for asking a girl out to another. At least y'all got to have a homecoming. I yeah. I never got to go to mine. <laughs> I went to I went to all four of my homecomings and two different proms, mine and then my girlfriend's, because she went to a different school. But um, yeah, my my high school dance history was not great. Uh, my junior year, I at that point in my life, I was homeschooled through middle school, so I didn't have some social cues, um, and. I didn't realize that you're actually supposed to like talk to a girl before you ask her out. So, <laughs> um, I, I showed up with flowers one day and walked up to this random girl who was, you know, attractive, fairly popular, not like top of the world, but fairly popular. And I was like, Hey, you want to go to homecoming? And she was like, no. No, I don't. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Proceeded to hand the, te- the teacher the flowers and went home. <laughs> Cue the sad violin. 
So, so Miranda, if, if you're out there and you ever hear this, I am sorry that, that I put us both through that that day because that put you in a hard spot. And <laughs> and I I respect your decision now because I wouldn't have gone out with me either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But no, uh, I was going to say... Oh, we didn't have a homecoming dance because, well, someone decided to bring liquor into it and spike everything, and needless to say... Beautiful. Give that, that, give that, that kid a bid. That, <laughs> but no, 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 that, that's not, that, I'm not even done. So that is, like, we didn't get a homecoming dance while I was in high school. They tried to bring it back my senior year, but by that point, like, uh, they were having... Thing, uh, the homecoming dance, and like you had the middle school and the high school. They word got out that we were going to spike the punch bowl again, so they canceled it. <laughs> so only the middle school happened. So what ended up happening is something that I really wish didn't happen. You spiked the middle was, school. No, 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 no. I'm not. This, this Give that is actually bid. something worse. <laughs> so. The homecoming had similar rules to prom. Like, if you were dating somebody, you got to go in. Or, not dating, but if you're going with them. It's kind of like how, like, at the time was, like, fucking, uh, fuck. She was, uh, god damn it. Why am I blanking? I was a senior. She was in fucking 10th grade, I think. And, uh, like... She technically couldn't go in because prom is for, you know, juniors and seniors. So she got to go in because she was with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyways, uh, it's a similar situation to that. But, like, you get the idea. Upperclassmen were getting with lower classmen just to get into that one. And, yes, they spiked the punch bowl. Rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) I do not advocate underage drinking, but it happens. Dude, my senior year... Our uh, our county, our sheriff's department, partnered with the school board and the local hospital. And they drug us out on the football field. And they were like, you're going to watch this. And they got together with like some theater group. And they staged a car crash on the football field. And I'm just like, the hell is going on? And so they staged this car crash. And they have the helicopter come in and drag off like one of the thespian kids in the back of the helicopter okay. and it flies away to the hospital and, and they, they go and tell the parents and all this shit. And it's like, if you don't want this to happen to you, don't drink at prom. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay. But the funniest thing was after the, the quote unquote car crash, the, the kid, you know, stumbles out of the car and he's been drinking and he, the cop shows up, and he just pulls out beer can, beer can, fifth, beer can, fifth, handle. Like, enough that this skinny thespian kid would be dead. <laughs> it was just a stupid amount of alcohol. And, and anyone, and I didn't know this at the time, I didn't drink until I got to college, but... Anyone who actually knew what the hell was going on, like all the popular kids did, just kind of looked at that and were like, you fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is why you don't drink in high school or or peer pressure for real. Yeah, but I had one opportunity and I was like, no, I got to drive. And I I lost. I never got invited to another party, but I didn't die. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't die. 
Part of the say, boat, like I was gonna say, we didn't spike our prom like punch bowl mostly because all the teachers were flagged around the snacks and all that. Like they upped the security for it. Shit. But there was a condom machine conveniently located in the men's restroom, and like they <laughs> made the mistake of like having like you could test text in like requests and shit on this message board that we were at for the DJ or just messages in general, and like my fellow uh, classmates and everyone. Like, one of them went into the bathroom and came out, and, like, next thing you know, all you start seeing is just shit about, like, there's condoms in the men's restroom. Don't forget to practice safe and then, like, censored. (laughs) (laughs) But you get the idea. That's (laughs) funny. No, uh, I never got to go to any of the homecoming dances. Like, um, I mean, I could have tried, but they were after football games. And I was so fucking... What the hell? They put them on Friday nights? Yeah. They put them right after the football games. As soon as it ended, we would walk to the lunchroom. Dude, that's fucking stupid. Most of, the, most of the guys who went would literally not even shower. They would just put their shit on. It was the same at our school, too. Like, homecoming dance happened immediately after Friday night games. Dude, that is so stupid. No, no, no. no. The way it's dumb. supposed to go is Friday night you have your football game. Saturday you have your dance. Sunday you get drunk, and on Monday no one shows up to school. It is a weekend bender in Florida. Like, what, you literally, guys? you start drinking before the football game on Friday night, and you do not finish until about noon on Monday. This, so is, why Florida, school. this is why Florida is considered another country. <laughs> not by me, it's not. It's my homeland. <laughs> huh. No, but... um. Yeah, we never we never got to go to that. And then prom, I was never a big guy on prom. I have a great uh, prom I skipped story. junior prom myself. I only went to senior. Yeah, I did not go to junior prom. I went to two senior proms, like I already mentioned, um, just because I was in a relationship at that point, and she went to she went to a Catholic high school, and I went to a public high school. So the funny thing is, before I met my girlfriend, I had already asked someone else. And so I actually had two different dates, even though I was dating someone. My girlfriend still let me go with the person I had asked. Man, I have a great <laughs> prom story for you boys. All right, let us hear it, let us hear it. Come on now. So it's my senior year of high school, and me and this girl had been dating like a year and a half, and we had actually split up for a little while. So I got in touch with one of my good homies at the time, and I was like, hey, man, are you going to prom? And he said, no. And I said, well, you're coming with me. (laughs) And he was like, okay, but I'm only going to go if you go. And I was like, word, that's cool, of course. And we got our tuxedos ready and whatnot. Well, it turns out me and the girl had got back together before the prom started, but I had to not bring her because I wasn't going to bring her when I already told my friend that I was going to be going with him. And man, it made for a really awkward night. I left her place to go to prom. <laughs> so, so how was your gay date? <laughs> man, no. it, it was a bro date. It was, a, it was bromance. Did you get to walk down together when they announced the names? Yeah, yeah. Did you walk walk under the sword arch or anything? Okay, so don't... (laughs) This this doesn't leave this podcast, okay? (laughs) You listen. I actually... Me and and him actually walked down the archway with two of the girls that were there with themselves as well. And let's just say T-Lock got some really good pictures. Yeah, attaboy. 
somewhere. They're probably buried in a Facebook somewhere, but they're I'm, there. Yeah, I have no idea where my pictures you, from high school. Your boy looked good too, yeah. man. I was I was in crimson stripes. Your boy was. You could probably image search it somehow. I was. Oh in, yeah, uh, I could probably. I was in a black tux with a blue paisley vest and matching tie. It was actually pretty nice. I was black and crimson red. Yeah. Hell yeah. I had talked about going with um, one girl and we were together like all the way up until it had happened. And there was there, there was just a lot of stuff that happened between us that it, it did not work out and we did not end up going. And honestly didn't really want to go. I I didn't go my, my junior year. And I don't know, it's just Well, I was pushed to be honest with you. Like my mom was basically like you need to go to prom because it's yeah. your senior year so i was just like i get in for free so it was just like i just had to let damn her pay her way in well yeah like see the way our school had it set up was again it was a senior junior thing junior has to pay their way in or other applicant pays themselves in and then the senior gets in for free and the reason for this is we do a magazine sale before, like, to fundraise it. And if, actually, if a junior sells, like, X amount or, of, like, magazines, they're guaranteed a free ticket. So then you only end up getting to pay for one guest rather than, you know, two if you're a junior. And so with that being said, like... In my class, the seniors were like hammering down on all of us juniors and they were like, yeah, y'all need to sell these like freaking magazines or else like we're not going to let you in because that was genuinely the rule was we were paying for the prom that the seniors get to attend. So it, if the quota was not met for the magazines, the juniors would be cut. So... Anyways, uh, nah, yeah. in Florida, everybody just pays yeah. their 120 bucks and well, we'll see, get to go. like that was the thing was like for our for being a junior that year, I remember like the prom was 120 bucks, and I was just like, that's too expensive. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Fuck <laughs> that. So I just didn't go junior year, and then senior year, we sold enough magazines to actually cover a bunch of shit for it, and so the entrance fee was like 60 bucks. So I was like fuck it like the girl that I asked I was just like here like I'll pay 60 bucks for it like that ain't too bad and I get in for free so dude the shitty thing Word. about prom is if you don't have a girlfriend you're fucked no see, the, double, the shitty thing about prom is a double standard and that is that if is you have a girlfriend true. you have to buy her a ticket oh, that's yeah buy her ticket buy her a corsage buy her, buy dinner. her dinner yeah yeah and then you know what else. and then she's too tired to put out at the end of the night Oh dear Christ! No, no, no! I got, I got some. Well, damn! You were lucky then. After uh, I got some prom after Catholic night prom. Dumpster baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got some after Catholic prom. I didn't get any after public school. Prom. How was he? Did he make you call him father? <laughs> no, no. All right. Um. God. So what was what? Okay, so I was gonna say, so what's um everybody's favorite concerts? Let's start with Bailey. I mean, that, that is a weird question because I'm not gonna lie. I also watch live concerts because I really enjoy. You've ever attended? Atmosphere. I've ever attended is probably Slipknot. I, I really enjoyed that energy. Love the fucking mosh pits in it. 
And then after was promptly like, I will never see Slipknot again because that is huge energy. And then they decided that they were going to come play around here. And I was like, must get tickets, <laughs> must be in pit. So, I mean, I, if there's a pit to be had, I will be there. <laughs> and like, honestly, it, it's a it's it's a tie between that and whenever I saw a day to remember too, because like a day to remember puts on a fucking phenomenal show. Like I'm talking like beach balls everywhere, laser light shows. Like the crowd energy is just amazing. Like I remember we uh, whenever I saw them, like we were on cement with like padding at like the front part of the stage the rest of it was just like literal uh it went from like straight concrete to like gravel grass and we were still having mosh pits like in that bitch like if someone fell down you were getting picked up like it, it was really amazing but slipknot though there's just i don't know there's a lot of energy to be had there I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of energy pissing those songs. <laughs> well, that, and then, you know, whenever, like, Sid's just in the back, just doing Sid things and climbing like, up the yeah. rafters and <laughs> everything and whatnot. But, um, all right, what about you, Matt? I saw Rise Against with 311 and The Green in uh, St. Petersburg. Um, small venue, uh, somewhat outdoor. I mean, it was enclosed on four sides, but it had an open roof. And it was one of the best shows that I've ever seen. Not not necessarily for the showmanship, but just because I, I thoroughly enjoyed the music. Um, and, you know, for showmanship, uh, it was Disturbed. I saw Disturbed at oh, a, a, rock fan, a rock festival in Tampa. They were out with Shinedown, Five Finger Death Punch, Sick Puppies, and Ghost. Um, so we got to see all of those in one night and was Slash with them hmm? or with Ghost or, or am I confused that was another one because it wasn't Slash with Ghost as well I don't think so Ghost is the one from like the Netherlands that wear the masks oh okay never mind yeah no because I know it. no wait no I'm thinking of, it's Slash and something else it's whenever he's separated from Guns N' Roses yeah um, but that was that was a fantastic show for showmanship just the pyro and mm-hmm. disturbed with um, what's sound of silence. They actually brought out a grand piano and it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I know they played down with the sickness. Yeah, I and my infinite wisdom left before the uh, encore. Oh my! Why? God. Because I was a dipshit. Oh my! Because I didn't. I forgot about encores that night. I was just like, oh, okay, show's over. <laughs> And the lights went up. <laughs> and then two minutes later, as we're walking out, the lights go back down, and I'm just like, did you Did you at least get to listen to Stricken? Yes. All right, cool, cool. All right, I love the lead singer's voice. What's his name, Bailey? I know Bailey knows. Yeah, David Draymond. Yeah, David Draymond. He, he has a nice voice. I got to say. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he's trained in opera. Mm. That's the only way you can make those laughing, weird laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, that ain't that ain't it. <laughs> all right, all right, Tyler, what's uh yours? Man, so this will actually make you laugh. It was a uh, Comethazine concert. Nice, um, I remember this. It was a small venue, but oh my god, he was he was like jumping in the crowd. He was he was moshing with us. We were throwing his little ass around, <laughs> and. I mean, it just, he went hard. He performed a really good show for it to be as small a venue as it was. Like, as, as like, 
I, I'm not like a mega fan or anything, but like I know Comethazine. I listened to a couple of his songs. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll go listen to Comethazine. Yeah, like isn't his big one uh, called Walk or? Yeah, he's got Walk, uh, Benjamin Counter, DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. A couple like that. Yeah, and then he had like ASAP feature with Walk. Like that one's a, that one's a banger for real. <laughs> um, that's actually where I learned who uh, Jay the Youngin is too. He's like. He's like a young boy type rapper, I yeah. would say. But he played a really good opening show or uh, opener. And uh, there was a local guy named Sleepyhead who was pretty good. He was like the opening opener. Like he played like two songs. It was like, all right, bye. I'm Sleepyhead. <laughs> I go with Yeah. No sleep. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. But um, yeah, no, Comethazine played a great show. It was awesome. Like the whole crowd was just in it. Hell yeah. That sounds awesome. Like, rap shows, they have some pretty good concerts. I've been to it. Man, but, like, Comethazine isn't just, like, strictly rap. He's got, like, that that kind of yelly stuff going on, too. First name, Benjamin! Like, there's something that kind of goes real hard about it. It draws in a really niche crowd, like, like right there at the, the vertex of rock and rap. So, Beastie Boys. A little more... A little more, uh, I'd say, hood. <laughs> well, yeah. I was going to say, I think best showmanship that I've ever seen at a concert, honestly, is Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> I've, seen, I, I've, I've seen him live, and oh my God, it, it, it made me happy. Uh, it was a birthday present to me for my mother, and it was it, worth it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does have some of the funniest parodies ever, man. I love him. Like, no, uh, it's the fact that he got in costume for literally every song. like And, like, how it opened, like, at first you thought it was a music video. Like, I I, I promise you, it, it, it looked almost like it was going into the, like, uh, it was the ta- song Tacky. And uh, all you see is, like, a video of him walking around Huntsville. And it's like, that's weird. Like, I guess he shot this before. And then, like, he comes in, like, he walks up, like, into the parking deck of the VBC. And you're like, okay, this is... Oh, the what? Yeah, uh, the VBC, uh, the Von the Braun Center. The what? The Von Braun Center. Oh, whoo, sorry. Yeah, oh, you're good. Anyways, <laughs> anyways nah, he... Must he, be this damn connection. <laughs> Anyways, he was literally going through the whole parking deck and everything, and then he comes in through the back door of the BBC, and you're like, wait, what? And then he's, like, going through the dressing rooms and knocking on people's doors and shit, like, telling them to come on. And then he just continues with the song as well, and the next thing you know, he's walking down from, like, where we entered, down the fucking steps up to the stage, and, like, it, like he's going down, shaking people's hands and everything else, and, like, singing along and it, it was just an amazing show and then at the end they literally got like they dressed up as stormtroopers and every single character from like star wars and like started singing uh like uh god damn it uh, it's, it's that parody of american pie uh it's i think it's i want to be a jedi oh yeah that song Give me a second. I, I, I'm fairly certain it's the saga begins, but I can't. Remember. Yeah, the saga begins. It's a lyrical adaptation of the prequels, basically. Yeah, we're, we're, that goes kind of hard though. That's neat. Dude, it's amazing. 
if you haven't listened to it. It's it's hilarious and like like I said, it's literally a sum of the prequels. So you don't have to watch the prequels because really all you need to do is watch the third one. Watch the third one. It's the best movie in the whole series. I stand by that. False. Five. False. Uh, yeah, original trilogy is better, but prequels. The third, the third the best. is the best. Out no, of the I'd say three is better than six. Three is better than six for sure. Three, man, my the thing is that, that over here. No, 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 no. Like, I'm not old like, enough to have wrong. that kind of nostalgia. Well, no, yet. like, don't get me wrong. I grew up with the prequels, like, hell, 95. But, like, my dad really loved, like, the original trilogy. So I grew up on the original trilogy. So it's kind of like, that's and what I say, nostalgia right there. I got to say, man, I got the, the third movie, though, the, the acting in the Battle of Mustafar with Duel of the Fates is some of the best Star Wars content out. Period. I stand by that. I mean, I stand by, if you want I stand by high ground firmly. <laughs> I mean, you can believe that all you want, and I will agree with you as long as we're talking about Disney's, like, whatever they added to the tail end that I do not recognize as all canon. Right. All right. I need Because <laughs> they even, I, they, the you. original, if I'm not mistaken, the original person that did, like, the score didn't even do it. Mm. Okay, well, look, guys. Let me let me say my favorite concert, and if we want, <laughs> we can have a whole freaking like episode talking about Star Wars. Like we could, we could let's do it. do it next week. Yeah, we, we need to do <laughs> same a marath- time next week. We can we need to do a marathon though. Like we actually need to watch like all the movies before. I mean, I own I them all Disney on Blu-ray. Plus, so. Yeah, I own them all. So can't, let's can't just well. spend the weekend. Yeah, hell yeah, man. All right, so um, my favorite concert. Uh, Okay, I'd have to say would be for showmanship and size, definitely Metallica. That was a size queen confirmed. Yes, <laughs> like I mean, I'm, I'm talking. I, we get it. Every fifth grader's favorite band is Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were playing in the new Atlanta Braves stadium, and I remember like my dad had brought like there was a bottle of Fireball in the truck that didn't get taken out, and we had drove there and we got there. And um, so I was like, Dad, can we like pour some of this in a Powerade bottle and like drink it on the way there? And he, he thought about it a second. He's like, sure, why not? Because like, it's a metal concert. Yeah, like we, you know, we're gonna have fun. You know, you, you want to enjoy yourself. And uh, so we get there, we walk in, and it's a huge fucking crowd. We're sitting like uh, behind home plate. Uh, they're out in the outfield. They have um, some of the best like pyro fireworks shows I've seen at a concert. Um, they come out like not even towards the halfway of the show. It it starts out with like a this balloon that fills up. I can't remember which song Bailey would know. Uh, balloon. I don't is, remember that concert off the top of my head. Like I I don't remember like the set list or how it went. I got all I the just videos. Re- I, just re- I just remember the bands. I got all the Ty videos. Ty has 196 seconds of Snapchat video to confirm. No, <laughs> yes, I, I all do. that <laughs> is literally taken up by the Avenged concert that I went to with Asking. Like, that Asking took up everything for me because I literally watched the lead singer fall over on stage, get up with a hole in his pants, and his dick falls out. <laughs> Nothing beats that. <laughs> no. Nothing beats free dick at a concert. I didn't charge my phone well enough, so I, I didn't get. I didn't even get like over half of Metallica's performance. But I got all of Avenged Sevenfolds. I got all of Five Finger Death Punch, and I got all of uh, Bullets. Oh yeah, uh, Bullets. Yeah. And uh, 
Uh, and then I got like the start starting bit of Metallica's. I think I got all the way up to the balloons going up. And but besides that, uh, rap concerts, I definitely would have to say Kodak. That man put Oh, on, I bet that was so good. He put on a fucking show, man. Like I'm talking about he, That's changed, yet, bro. he changed costumes. He changed costumes for every show, had a different backdrop, art, like artistic artistic backdrop every uh, song with uh, different props. And I remember calling my spirits like, you know, biggest song obviously on the album. Uh, he starts out in a like a glass coffin with like uh, red RGBs outlining the whole coffin with like a like a fiery display in the back and a grand piano that he just used from the song before that had stayed out there and like he just comes rising out of the coffin um, like as the song starts going like it, it was a badass performance like I was I was standing up screen my phone had died so fucking fast at that concert too you think I'd charge my phones before concerts but I'm kind of glad they do die because then that means I can just stand up and just enjoy well, it well I'm not gonna lie like I do videotape at concerts but I I try my best not to videotape all of it because there is some sort of like I don't know you, I, I would rather I would rather enjoy it in the moment and have that memory of it than trying to get a no offense to most of the smartphones out there, but a shittier quality image of it. And the audio is just scrambled because let's face it, whenever you go to a concert, like yeah, the you it's watching them perform your favorite songs live or however, but the audio is always better off the soundtrack anyways like outside of certain bands there are some bands that sound the exact same as they do on their album and there are some bands that like they sound better live in my opinion than on album uh trippy red sounds the same but like or rise against from what i've heard also sound the same they do not oh well i've really that's i've been told that they. i mean they, they sound fantastic but they're you can definitely tell that it's live. I mean, there are mm -hmm. definitely differences. Um, I, they might be one of those where you, you listen to them and you actually enjoy the live version more. Mm -hmm. but, but there's definitely a difference. But it's like, uh, what was it? Asking, I really loved the, like whenever I saw Asking Alexandria live, like they were, they were amazing live, like hands down, still one of the best, like, performances I've seen like from someone that wasn't headlining of course but uh like they they put on a lot of energy out there yeah like I said the lead singer kind of fell over and uh because he was too drunk on stage but like he had alcohol problems during that period of time and he actually thank god got over him but like dude was messed up but music probably helped him with yeah. that didn't it I mean, yeah, if he, he's got, if I'm not mistaken, he went, like, on a solo career and, like, kind of just based out all of his experiences, yeah. But, like, his, I'm not going to lie, his vocal cords are messed up from it. Like, you can definitely hear a difference, by the way, that from his original singing to now. But, uh, yeah, like, Danny was an amazing, like, that, that entire thing was amazing. But I will still say they sound way better on album than they did at a concert but i would most definitely go back if i could to that concert again and like watch it 
because I didn't know them as well as I did at the time. They actually, like, that performance made me, like, actually go and buy their albums that day. Like, as I was leaving, I went and bought all their albums, and I also bought a couple of Hollywood Undead albums since they played, too. I did not touch the Black Veil Brides because, well, they, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That, uh, oh, I remember when everyone just called them bands. Do you listen to bands? And I'm like, what band do you I mean, to? what? What band team just, do you own? <laughs> yeah, it's like Black Bell Brides and uh, uh, Panic at the Disco and the whole, there's a whole like subcategory. It was that got, I don't know, man, it got blown up to a level of fame that spawned a whole like wave of cringe kids for our class mm, i mean hey i actually <laughs> like panic but at this point it is now brendan yuri present like presents Fair. whatever because there is no original band member in panic at the disco if you actually look into it brent like if i'm not mistaken like brendan isn't even an original member he was actually added in as a keyboardist who worked his way to the lead singer if i'm not mistaken uh but yeah like whenever I can't remember if it was like some sort of creative differences or something, but like two of the original members left the band. That's whenever uh, they went into uh, uh, forget which album it was. It's one with the song Hurricane on it. But like they actually put out like a little video and uh, about their whole separation and them cre- going forward with their creativity or whatever. And then after, at some point, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was Spencer at the time. He left, and after he left, it's basically been Brendan Urie is Panic at the Disco. Here are two random guitarists and a person on drums. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, um, no, I think, obviously, from our all of our stories, music impacts all of us directly, like, every day. If we're not listening to music, if we go, I know if I go a couple of days without listening to music, like something's up. Either I am busy. Don't mess with me. Yeah, I am busy. I am working, or like, some some something's going on. You know. I mean, you you've you've been in a room with me. If there's not music in a room, I probably have an AirPod. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. I know that for a fact. But uh, no. Music is powerful, you know. It's, it speaks. It speaks wonders. It past stories. It uh, it's a way of expressing yourself. It's it's an art form. Honestly, you do a part two with this one if you really wanted to. Part, yeah, right. like this. Part this isn't two. over. We got we got a lot of music we could talk about. Um, <laughs> the Soul Speak LP two. Yeah. Hey, we got we got to do like <laughs> live experiences. Sounds good. We got to whenever COVID ends, we got to go attend some mosh pits and come back with some stories, man. <laughs> All of us. All of us has to go. I want to get back to Amen. work, man. Yeah. Like, going to concerts is fun and all, but there's nothing like working one. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to talk to you on that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you guys for uh, joining us and uh, tuning in with us. Let us know your favorite concerts that you've attended. Let us know your favorite songs, genres, whatever it may be. Have a conversation with us, guys. Uh, we love Don't forget you. to make fun of my bands. <laughs> <laughs> real talk, real soul, soul speak. Like what you hear or have a topic suggestion for the show? Join the conversation and subscribe now on social media at SoulSpeak TV or visit SoulSpeak.tv for more exciting content. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. SoulSpeak, real talk, real soul.